Oi, oi, I'm Jimmy Bullard and this is me old muck of Venus. We're back together, son. How are you? Hi, Bully. Great to be back working with you. What are we doing here, though? We're starting a football club in podcast form. The only thing we know, it's called FC Bullard. After that, it's all up for grabs. So, we haven't got any players, we haven't got a kit, we haven't got a club badge, we haven't got a stadium. Correct. FC Bullard. Welcome to the club. This is a crowd podcast. You're listening to the Marler Show. It isn't on the radio. It's a podcast, fool. You listen anywhere you go. The Joe Marler Show. Hello and welcome to our show. I'm Joe Marler and this is Tom Fordyce. You're Joe Marler and I'm Tom Fordyce, but Joe... This is a little bit different today because, as our listeners will know, we have officially embarked upon our first ever live tour of the United Kingdom. Over the next five weeks, Joe, we are going to be performing in Glasgow. We're going to be performing in London, in Birmingham, in the Midlands, in Manchester, in the North End, in the West Country of Bristol. Over the next five weeks, we are going to be releasing a bonus episode every single week. So you can hear what you, Joe, and me, and producer Ryan and Steve's and the rest of the team have been getting up to backstage. We wander around the cities and throughout the shows. Yeah, and our journey begins in Glasgow. And that is as good a fucking Glaswegian accent you're fucking going to get, you fucking die. Probably it's stereotyped a little bit too hard in terms of the aggression of Glasgow, but hopefully I'll be fucking proved not... Oh, fuck it, I've lost it. It always goes down, like... The only real accent I'm good at is is Mandela. Well, Joe, at some future date, we will see if we can do a podcast in Cape Town. In the meantime, let's get ourselves to Glasgow. Hey. Hello. And welcome to Glasgow. <laughs> Why is that funny? I just your face. We're in the back of a taxi, and you're starting the episode as if normal. But this is the least normal circumstances we've ever started an episode. Well, I think. it depends what you think normal is. My interpretation of normal is, yeah, it's fine to get in a taxi with Gordon, the taxi driver, who's now looking at us three like, what the fuck have I picked up here? Yeah. With Ross in the middle with his headphones on. Could you have got bigger headphones? But this is just the same situation we had on the flight, mate. Yeah, that is true. In and fact, also, no, this is better because I'm not in the middle. Why don't you explain where we are and why Tom isn't talking for a start? I thought when I said hello and welcome to Glasgow, that explained where we were. <laughs> that did explain <laughs> where we were. to repeat that. But we're um, on our way to, uh, what's that street called? We're on our way to Cleveland, Cleveland Street to meet Tom. To meet Tom, because Tom didn't bother flying up with us because he didn't think that would be practical coming from Manchester down to Gatwick to then fly up with us. Yeah. Because Manchester's nearer to Glasgow, which is what you said it was. So instead you got stuck with me and Ross, who is producing this About Glasgow episode. I think it's, I haven't got stuck with you guys. I've really enjoyed the trip up, if I'm, if I'm honest. Apart you almost from, got stuck in that middle seat, to be fair. Well, I didn't, it wasn't a great start. Why don't we explain how our morning's gone so far? How have you found it? I found it good. Not too nervy yet. I wasn't nervous at, at all until Ross said, so how are you feeling about tonight? You looking forward to it? And I went, <laughs> fucking hell, not anymore. 
It's quite surreal that we've been talking about the fact we're going to Glasgow for quite a long time now. And now we're sat in a taxi with Gordon, the taxi driver, on the way to meet Tom in Glasgow. Gordon, what um, are you Glaswegian? Are you a Glaswegian? No, I'm not, actually. Oh, you're not? Where are you from? Paisley. Is that where they invented the pattern? Yes, well done. It is, isn't it? Yes, it Must is. be. Fucking hell. That's yep. loads of ties. I love that pattern. Yeah, that's where the airport is. We just came from the yeah. airport. Yeah, that's Paisley. Fun fact you didn't know about Glasgow. Do, you actually right? land in Paisley, oh, not okay, Glasgow. Fine. You land in Paisley, and that's where the pattern came from. So they've lied then. Why don't they call it Paisley Airport? Because it was mostly Glaswegians that built it. It they used sort of... to be a very small airport next to the airport. And it was Renfrew Airport, and then they expanded it and called it Glasgow Airport. Fucking hell, we've only gone and nailed the best taxi driver in fucking Glasgow, haven't we? We've um, only gone and nailed a taxi driver who knows about Glasgow. Yeah, that's good. I, I know about Glasgow too. Yeah? The first ever international football match was played in Glasgow. Oh, come on. In 1872. I bet you can't guess what teams it was between. Celtic and Rangers. No, it was Scotland and England. It was an international, you tit. I'm learning so much. Uh, 7-0. It was a no-goal draw, ball draw. No-score, ball draw. I think Gordon's going to kick us out of this taxi very shortly. So, Gordon, can you recommend where we can get the best coffee in Glasgow to start our day before we meet Tom? That street, see where the pink building is? That's Chucky Hall Street. You'll get plenty of coffee shops there. That street, it made into a telly programme called The Street. And all it did was film people coming out at nightclubs at night. Oh, I remember that. And as you Do can you imagine, that? it was pretty funny. Excellent. We should get that commissioned for season two. Let's try and get the About Glasgow show done first, shall we? Let's go meet Tom. All right. Thank you, Gordon. No problem, Bye to Gordon. Got dropped off by Gordon, the lovely taxi driver who humoured us with our slightly strange stories. He said, Our? Are we a team or not? We're a team, yeah. Right. I, I had nothing to do with the. Anyway. And what a good taxi driver we got, by the way. I, I think we couldn't have picked a better taxi driver to take us into the heart of Glasgow. Although I was disappointed that, um, that he seemed to have dropped us off at a mobility centre instead of a podcast studio it turns out you've booked a mobility centre as our podcast studio so that's your fault not his yeah I mean before we get to the show I thought we could just squeeze in a quick podcast with a guest but we do look to have been dropped off at a mobility centre I wonder what Tom will think well we should say we're not actually there just at the moment because we've sprung to get a coffee haven't we and Tom's going to turn up at the mobility centre and not know what's going on I'm sorry I'm a coffee snob and I'm a coffee fanatic but I've never entered a coffee house like this before it's called the Ottoman Coffee House they do every coffee under the sun but also make it incredibly hard to just order a flat white are you trying to order it on the app? You have to order it on the app. It's asking me what roast. Do you want a four ounce Cortado, a Gibraltar, the Melbourne, a flat white, a latte, or a cappuccino, guys? Oh, you want a Melbourne? Okay. I'll have the same, please. Oh, two Melbournes coming right up. I've just Googled the Ottoman Coffee House Glasgow. This place has got 4.8 stars. That is huge. Are we getting takeaways for the others? Let's get takeaway. Let's All go right. meet Tom now. Tommy, Tommy, Tommy. Joe, just be honest. Are you definitely going to do the show tonight? Because everything you've said to me, uh, both in text form and vocally, since I just bumped into you, makes me think you're shitting bricks. I ain't doing it, mate. We don't know what the fuck we're doing. <laughs> it's and how the true. fuck are we going to... It's fine not knowing what we're doing in front of Etku and Chris and sti- like every, every so often. At the studio. At the studio and a guest. But like a live audience of 300 people... 
not happening. If you're not doing it, the, at least we've got a few hours to kill in Glasgow first, I guess. So we can at least wander around. How's your journey down, Tom? It was a very pleasant journey, Ryan. Joe, I don't know if you've, um, you've noticed, but my already massive right arm has got slightly bigger. It seems that we've both been bitten by a mysterious creature. You in South Africa, me in Portugal. What's bitten you then? I think it was a spider, Joe. What sort of spider? Hopefully radioactive. I don't think Portugal has spiders. <laughs> well, it's, uh, what do you think bit me on the arm? <laughs> That's why I think you're lying. Yours was a little mosquito, but somehow it's done more damage. That's the no, story you're meant to believe, is it? Yeah, well, it was, I think it might have been a mosquito, but it actually led to the Staphylococcus aureus. Did it? Aureus. They've not commented on my Panatoni, Panatoni, Valentine, Leucocodin. So just stand both the tablets until you're 100% better. Ryan, have you been to Glasgow before? I've never been to Glasgow before. And also it sounds by your guys' injuries that you almost both didn't make it. So I'm very glad to have you here. But no, I've never been to Glasgow before. Um, I'm really excited for this. Tom, we've found a podcast studio to record a quick episode. Uh, just to break it to you, it, sounds, <laughs> it looks like a mobility centre from the outside. It doesn't look like it. The sign says mobility centre. But it'll be fine. And then we should probably go get some lunch somewhere and do a bit of exploring well Ryan and Joe I have very fond memories um, from about nine years ago when I spent quite a lot of time in Glasgow for the Commonwealth Games and me and Dursey had a lot of fun at a bar called the Pig and Butterfly nice also ate very well at a place called the Ubiquitous Chip so we could try one of those two venues or probably more likely the place around the corner that enables us to then go and do the 1400 hours of rehearsals that we need to do, Joe, yeah. to make tonight's show even vaguely palatable. Yeah, we could do that. Or we could just go explore all the trees in Glasgow that are older than dinosaurs. Oh, let's just head to Victoria Park, the Fossil Grove, <laughs> which features 11 ancient trees. And they date all the way back to the Carbivanoff officers. <laughs> Carboniferous, <laughs> carboniferous period. They've got these fossilized tree stumps there, and they come in at 330 million years old. Wow. That's twice as old as the dinosaurs, according to scientists. But not all scientists are to be believed, are they, Tom? You've done your research, Joe. Let's go and have a look. What is that? What are you eating, Joe? That looks what? like a pear. I don't think that is a potato. What is that? Joe, we should explain mine. We've come for a little bit of lunch. The restaurant is called Ox and Finch because it only serves ox or finches. I've had the finch. It was a bit small. How was the ox, Joe? So I've enjoyed mine. And you've lied. It's not ox and finch. There's loads of like, there's crispy pork cutlet. There's 200 gram dry ridge rub. Mm -hmm. We do also need to explain that it is just small dishes that are for sharing. Yeah. Well, I didn't think that Glasgow was renowned for small dishes, but th we've Googled this place and it says it's one of the best restaurants in Glasgow, which we've had about, what, eight dishes, have we? Between and the us? rest. Yeah. I think it's been really good. My favourite was the whipped feta, banana chilli, oregano, honey and toasted flatbread, which wasn't something I expected to eat in Glasgow. If the listeners want the real behind the scenes of our trip to Glasgow, they're going to have to listen to me eat a Jerusalem art choke yeah i thought you only got them in israel listen don't worry about israel for now joe um previous experiences in glasgow shoot my first time in glasgow i stayed at the the marriott we'd come up here for england under 18s game against scotland anyway we went there and went on the piss after as a bunch of 17 18 year olds like we were a nightmare 
and then round the back of the hotel there's like this like lorry park Uh-oh. and for some reason we were coming through there and one of the boys I don't know who decided to run up one of the cars that was parked next to the lorry like run up the front of it and then we didn't realise there was actually drivers in the lorries and these fucking drivers lost their nut mate like they started chasing us with metal poles all around this lorry park and we're shitting it we managed to make it back to the hotel but that went that went on for a good like 20 minute probably 30 minute for me because I was lagging at the back <laughs> but that was my first experience of Glasgow quite a stereotypical experience if I'm honest so what kind of things are we looking for when we wander into town what do I we want to experience Mars bar and I want a pint of iron brew I've never actually had iron brew I don't think you might be having some iron brew tomorrow morning Brian it's one of the great hangover cures deep fried Mars bar as well I, I have had one of them and I'm really looking forward to seeing your face when you try one it's really melted inside obviously and it's hotter than the sun when you first bite in but it's honestly it's over the 400 flavor. degrees absolutely 450 degrees is straight out of the, the fryer mate thingy of the sun Tom have you got any uh, seeing as you've been here so many times got any interesting facts about Glasgow Le- legit facts I don't want any of your bullshit stuff you usually bring well I mean you've got your fundamentals Joe of course you've got two massively famous world famous football teams you've got Celtic you've got Glasgow Rangers and of course the city founded on shipbuilding I bet you can't tell me where the Riverside Museum's located. Is it on the Riverside? Of what river? The Clyde. What's famous about the Clyde? Shipbuilding. No, there's like over 3,000 objects just in there. You mean in there? What objects? No, no. There's over 3,000 <laughs> objects in the Riverside Museum. <laughs> on the Clyde. <laughs> what a sell for the museum. Winning Transport Museum. <laughs> See if you can guess the rainiest month of the year in Glasgow you have to go first because you stitched me up on the last one April incorrect you're out August why did you say August because I thought I'd go flip it on its head and one of the what should be the sunniest month might be the rainiest month you're getting so warm now because is it July it's July very quickly how are we reviewing the Ox and Finch lunch I think it started off well what? I thought it was very nice Rhino yeah me too favourite dish the chips at the end were nice I think the chips come at the start you would have felt a bit the chips having them at the end was nice Joe because you fancied a chip having had a number of small plates favourite dish Rhino I know what you're saying about the whipped feta and the flat mm. Joe I really enjoyed the poached hake squid chickpeas celery and green olive yeah that was good did you say the, yeah that was good we didn't have that <laughs> I thought that was that oh was it you should have had it it was really good right let's go and explore Joe, we find ourselves outside the Blue Lagoon, a traditional fish and chips establishment. There is something I know that you'd like to try that I, I is I, I famous. It's not something that I wanted to try, but I feel obliged. We're talking about the deep fried Mars bar, Have you had Joe. one? No, I don't really want one today, Why to be not? honest. I'm going to make you eat it. No, we're going to have one. You're going to have a bit. I'm going to have a bit. My friend Joe and I would like to try a local speciality. Do you do a deep fried Mars bar? Yeah, of course we do. Right, here we go. So literally fry it the same as you fry some fish, is it? Uh, yeah. Oh, God. Oh, look at this, Joe. Look, the Mars- Who invented this? The Mars bar's coming out of the box on the shelf. He's stripping the Mars bar of its exterior wrapper. He's bunged it in the batter. He's chucked it. Is it in the fryer already? Yeah. Yeah, it's fried. Yeah, How long in. is that going to take, then? About one to two minutes. Can't have a rare Mars bar, eh? Because it upset your tummy. Yeah, except most Mars bars in your life you will have eaten will have been quite undercooked, wouldn't they? That was the joke. Right, OK. Are you looking forward to this, Joe? Fuck's sake. 
<laughs> Do you know where this deep fried Mars bar delicacy? Yeah, the story of this story, it actually began in 1983 where someone went to order some fish and chips. They were out of fish and chips, but they had some Mars bars. And the person said, Can I try one of those? The bloke said, No. And he goes, Well, you might as well. You've got a deep fried fire and some batter. And that was the day in 1983 when the deep fried Mars bar was born. Legit. No, I've just made that up. For years, yeah, we've built up this trust. <laughs> if you want to believe a lie, it's amazing how easy it is, isn't it? You're saying I'm gullible. You're never going to push. Oh, it's here. Pay the man, please. It's slightly smaller than I thought. It looks horrific. It look, look, it's got a tail, like it's some sort of sushi fish. Maybe that's how you pick it up. It's got a fork in it. What end do you want? <laughs> Thoughts, Joe? It's fucking rank. <laughs> I don't know what the fucking right, big thing is. Let's have a go. It's horrible. Did you get a real cross section of Mars bar? I think I mainly got caramel. No, I got a cross section. Wasn't as nice as I thought it was going to be. Right, no. It's not really making me want to have some after no, your guys' reaction. I think you pick it up by its tail and you just do it in with the back. No. Do it, go on. Hang on. Go on. Get it, it in your boy. Good technique. Get it in your boy. Oh my God. Go on. Don't be led by us. That oh. is nowhere near as bad as you were saying it is. Oh God, okay. That's actually quite nice. I like oh. it. Well, finish it off then. Cool. Rush, do you want some? Yeah. Rush. Oh my What's the matter with you two? Is there anything else you'd like from this establishment, boys, before we move on? Nah, I'm stuffed. All right, let's go. Thanks, guys. Have a good day. Thank you very much. Shrink the Box is back for a brand new season. This is the podcast where we put our favourite fictional TV characters into therapy. Join me, Ben Bailey-Smith, and our brand new psychotherapist, Namone Metaxas. Hi, Ben. Yes, this season we're going to be putting the likes of Tommy from Peaky Blinders, Cersei from Game of Thrones on the couch to learn why their behaviour creates so much drama. So make sure you press the follow button to get new episodes as soon as they land on Apple Podcasts, Spotify, Amazon Music, or wherever you get your podcasts. Shrink the Box is a Sony Music Entertainment original podcast. So Joe, we are obviously in Glasgow to do the live version of the Joe Marler show and uh, we've bumped into a man who's clearly a rugby fan because he's got a Canterbury jersey. What can you tell us about Glasgow sir, that we might not know? Who is he? So yeah, my name's Gary, I'm from Glasgow. What's the best thing about Glasgow? Best thing about the weather, mate, the weather. The weather today, the weather. to be fair, yeah. is outrageous. It never rains, it never rains. But if you do come to Glasgow, we'll always say to you, do as you're doing right now, look up, there's more architecture above the eye line than there is the ground line. Right, lovely to meet you. No, are we seeing you tonight, yeah? Well, we're seeing you right. I'm meeting one of my colleagues now, and we're heading around. We're getting to walk about for some time. Oh, we'll see you good right. lads. Yeah, don't yeah, get, don't get your hopes up. Cheers, guys. Let's Thanks see you later. See you later. Joe, we, f- we find ourselves, if you look up outside the Glee Club, <gasps> which is... Bum, bum, bum. The home of Joe Brand. Joe Brand's on the sign. Nerves kicking in at all, Tom? I mean, they will be later, Joe. It looks quite an impressive venue. There's no one here. We're a couple of hours early. Shall we go inside and um, meet some of our fellow performers? We have performers. <laughs> oh, do we ever. Fuck. <laughs> oh. Yeah! Yeah! Thanks. Hello. <laughs> Thoughts on the choir, Joe? Oh my god. You guys are outstanding. Thoughts on the choir, guys? Yeah. Absolutely wonderful. Joe, how have you been today? Uh, we got together about lunchtime. Uh, without putting too fine a point in it, you appeared to be, at about midday, shitting bricks. <laughs> yeah, I was, I was very nervous. I still am. But you told me in the lead up to this, nerves are good. And I replied, no, they're not. They make you nervous. He said, but that means you care. I went, okay, whilst we're on the shitting theme, I believe at some point we checked into our Premier Inn hotel around the corner 
So I was in a rush to get to my room. I was on the 11th floor and uh, I get into this elevator. It's quite packed and Ryan, the producer, was with me and I was starting to get a bit nervous. And I had a turtle head, I'll be honest with you. And it was, it was, it was one of those turtles that had a plastic straw out the end of its nose. What? We're all fucking guilty of it, I'm telling you now. There's not a soul in the room that hasn't fucking put plastic in the sea. By accident, obviously. Anyway, it was that sort of turtle. And uh, it was stopping at floor four, floor five, floor five and floor six, but I was on 11. Stopped at floor four, no one was there. I was like, fucking hell, and it's a packed lift here. And I'm like, I've got shorts on, and there's been an occasion where I've been in a similar position where I've not made it. And because I've got shorts on, it's more obvious than with trousers. You can get away with it with trousers, you know? So I'm panicking. So it gets to the fifth floor, and I'm like, fucking hell, why are we stopping again? And then there was a couple that approached the lift. Ah. <laughs> They're on the second row. Randomly walking towards the lift, going, ah, we're coming to see you tonight. And I went, cool. So, see you there, bye. And it was like a, a small pause. I was like, it's lovely, thank you. I'm so sorry for being, coming across rude. That's what I wanted to say. I wanted to apologize for coming across rude. And now I'm explaining the circumstances. We've got two members of the fantastic choir with us tonight. Hello. Hello there. Name of the choir? Uh, we're Voice of the Town. Voice of the Town. Names of your persons? I'm Karen. I'm Sean. Are you excited? Yeah, we're Purely, really excited. Yeah. Both Glaswegian. Well, yeah, I was born down the road, down the Clyde in Helensborough. I'll cut to the chase. Joe and I were, quite frankly, blown away when we heard a rehearsal a week ago. Listening to the two of you and the rest of the choir in rehearsals was unbelievable. Yeah, we love it. And it, you know, keeps us off the streets. It gets us out. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, you look like two scallywags. Well, just... I, I, I wouldn't earn much money on the streets. But, but during, during COVID, you know, obviously we couldn't rehearse or get out and do anything like that. So it's a real pleasure to be out and putting on a show for everyone yeah. again. Well, it is fantastic to have you here and the rest of the choir for tonight and the rest of the tour as well. I can't wait for that. Palladium next week. Fuck. Lovely. <laughs> Lovely. That's your response to that. Like it's a drop in the fucking ocean. Like just a walk in the park, is it? In the well, when, when, you've, when you've performed, we take that and Lulu then. Oh, oh this yeah. is just, this is just, just no, nothing to you. And yeah, I appreciate that. You've really played us down and let's hope tonight goes swimmingly. Right, before you go, because you're going to have to warm up as well. Glaswegian facts or best parts, best things about Glasgow. Best things about Glasgow. The, the fact that I was going to share with you was obviously chicken tikka masala is officially the, the most famous and popular dish in England. Invented in Glasgow in, in the early 1970s in a restaurant called the Shish Mahal. True story. So you, every time you have sit down to your favourite meal, just think of Glasgow. Exactly. Wonderful. Absolutely <laughs> nailed it. Right, you two, get, get warmed up, get ready for smashing the show tonight. Very good. Thank Brilliant. you. Brilliant. Cheers, guys. <laughs> Mel's Alloway, our biggest 
And actually, as far as I know, only Netherlands listener. Well, yeah, actually, there's two of you now. So we've That's got Mills and... Ella. Ella. My better half, yeah. Thoughts on Glasgow so far, Mills? To the university part where the botanical gardens are. And yes. Excellent, yeah. Very, very nice. What else have you been doing today? Uh, we had some nice sandwiches. Had a cup of coffee in the morning, wandered around, and uh, that was it. Enjoyed the weather because it was really good, actually. I need I need a score out of 10 for Glasgow. Honestly, yeah, like yesterday, it was around at six or seven. Mm. Today, it's it's up to a nine. <gasps> oh, oh that's good to hear. Oh, yeah, too yeah, far. Too far, be, yeah. yeah. It's fine. So we've also got... One of our fine old friends from Podcast Past with us, and that is Neil Lancaster, former detective, now best-selling author. Nice to see you, Neil. What's been happening? Um, I've been a busy boy. I've been a busy boy, but I'm writing books. Um, one's coming out tomorrow. It is called Blood Runs Cold. <laughs> well, that, that's... that's uh, is it about fish? <laughs> as much as I enjoyed our episode where, that you joined us on, um, I still have this strange feeling when i'm in a room with you especially in this room backstage at the windowless i'm like well, it's an interrogation like, room it is a bit like a interview room yeah you know we uh there should be like a little mirror that's like to, not the, like the one behind you no <laughs> oh, i didn't see that <laughs> neil's making me feel incredibly uncomfortable and if he's gonna fucking interrogate the shit out of me later on stage in front of people then i really need to get myself prepped oh, but joe you've got 350 glaswegians out there waiting to see you and Neil, as a man who now lives about three and a half hours north of here by car, much close to Inverness, you've been in Glasgow today doing some book signs. What is your single favourite thing about Glasgow? This is going to sound quite strange, but as a father of a 12-year-old skateboarding maniac, I love the skate parks. There is, it's, and that's quite niche. No, I like that. Yeah, no, it's really cool. There's a there's a great one called the Loading Bay where they serve amazing food and my boy can go around skating and smashing himself in. So that's the place I like to come to when I come to Glasgow. Fucking great. That's what we're looking for. Some niche knowledge on Glasgow. And it's Glasgow. Pardon? What am I saying? Glasgow. Glasgow. Glasgow I. So make sure you say I an awful lot on stage tonight. I an awful lot. And like the new Jimmy, stuff like that. That won't get you beat. <laughs> see, see Jimmy. Yo, you got to swear a lot as well. Fuck. Jesus. Right, Joe, we need to get ready. I was going to give you a choice, Joe, whether you would like to interrogate Neil or be interrogated by Neil. Um, but having said that, as I glance to my left, I notice that we have both a strawberry and a banana <laughs> in the crowd. I've never seen a police drama where a strawberry and a banana are interrogated. I'm quite keen to see what that's like. Anyone else? <laughs> Absolutely. Strawberry and banana, would you mind coming up on stage? Right, it's happening, is it? Yeah. They sit in here? No, I'll sit there then. Strawberry, you sit in the middle. Strawberry. Hey, strawberry. You haven't even fucking asked hey. him. He's just straight hey. up strawberry, is it? Just strawberry. Strawberry. Right, oh, strawbs. They do. Strawbs. Right, I'm going to start. This interview is being tape recorded. I'm Neil Lancaster, Detective Sergeant, currently Joe. attached. <laughs> sorry, boss. Sorry. Oh, sorry. Fuck it. I would have hated working with him back in the day. <laughs> sorry, boss. Right, I was right, this interview's been tape recorded. You are blah, 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 blah. I can't be bothered, really. Fucking hell. <laughs> anyway, I am me, and this is my colleague. Joe, I'm Joe. <laughs> Hi, Joe. And also here is uh, Mr. Thomas Fordyce, who is your legal representative. <laughs> it's all right, it's not very good. <laughs> so, would you like to announce your full name? I'm Straubs. Yeah, excellent. Straubs. And who else is that we also have? Nana. Nana. Straubs and Nana. <laughs> You are here. Boss. Yeah. They don't sound like real names. 
<laughs> well, we'll uh, yeah, yeah, you yeah. carry on. Don't worry, this is all part of my... Just fucking do it. Strategy, geezer. Strategy. <laughs> right, yeah. You've been arrested for... What have they been arrested for, Jay? Did you arrest them? Um, this one... Yeah. ...was... Uh... Drive-by fruiting. <laughs> 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 nice, like it. A drive-by fruiting. Who is that? Who was it? Uh, oh. <laughs> Can we have a round of applause? Hang on a second. That man... Tom. I think that man deserves a book. A is this a similar environment to many of the interrogations you've done? Yeah, this is like okay, basically what so all of them are like. This is all stuff like that. What have they been? Oh, drive-by fruiting. So, anyway, uh, Straubs, it's been alleged by an, an eyewitness that you were throwing fruit out of a window and it did hit an old lady in the face. Nearly killed her. Doesn't really matter because um, they're old. <laughs> what? Because like they've lived for years already. <laughs> So, like, should we just let them off with a caution? Banana, as your legal representative, I just want to let you know that you do, whatever happens here today, you do have the right to appeal. <laughs> what do you think of the Joe Marler Show live show? Yeah, it was a good laugh. It was a great night out. Uh, it was, yeah, definitely worth it. Love him but my partner loves him more probably that's very true I thought it was absolutely brilliant phenomenal show man honestly booked the tickets back in I think it was September been waiting since then was well worth it absolutely unbelievable delighted absolutely fantastic brilliant enjoyed it couldn't ask for any better really I knew I was coming to watch Joe Mala but I didn't know what style it would be and it was absolutely hilarious yeah it was fantastic I thought it was sexy as fuck it was pretty good it was pretty good I, I mean he needed more to drink in the first half uh, should have started drinking earlier if I'm honest um, I just didn't know what it, I was going to be so genuinely no it's really good though how would you have described your expectations before coming and to now I had none <laughs> I didn't know who he was <laughs> so then I watched it YouTube clip last night that was that's as good as it gets but no it was really good I think you'll take that podcast I'm got a new listener here <laughs> you're a new listener after that show I am definitely Ooh, so Joe we are back in the dressing room with its somewhat Spartan uh, furnishings did you enjoy that we have just done a first half an interval and a second half are you happy well that but that adrenaline kick oh, it's big isn't it the papping ourselves before we go out on that curtain you hear him in the intro we do Remember the nerves at our first one at the yeah. ground and then kicks in, you're like, fucking hell, here we go. This could go really badly and then you have to really fight with yourself in your head that you're like, well, who gives a fuck if it goes badly? Like, what's, do you know what I mean? You'll only never work again. Um, <laughs> and it'll be the end of the podcast. And it'll be the end of the podcast. We'll struggle to make ends meet. no more live tour, but food know, in front of our families. That, you, you, it was brilliant. I think what really made it, aside from the work that went into it and the choir oh. the choir were fucking unbelievable but the audience you got heckled quite a lot the heckling it was the good heckling though wasn't really it? good yeah, heckling some heavy Glaswegian accents shouting at you <laughs> and it was really really good and Tom the, the smile on Tom's yeah. face I couldn't see you because you were hiding oh I got it but I really expect that you had a massive Cheshire grin oh the whole time the whole time I was also grinning when at one point there was you both a detective a strawberry and a banana <laughs> on stage being interrogated you do often go well what other show is remember the other week interviewing a, a random removal man <laughs> from Hull and hearing some shit stories from him that 
you end up going fucking hell I love this bloke like, yeah. you know, and then you go oh yeah well, what other podcast well not not many other podcasts if if any and then you go is that a good thing I think is it's a good is there a reason thing. there's no other podcast doing it because it's a really shit idea <laughs> <laughs> It might be a shit idea, but that shit idea next week is going to be at the London Palladium. Discuss. Do you know who's played at the Palladium? Adele. Beatles, the Rolling Stones, Frank Sinatra. Adele's bigger than the Beatles. Right, we'll have this argument next week. (laughs) See you at the Palladium. See you there. Crowd Network. A place where you belong. Podcast Network.